0: Have you wondered about living elsewhere after you retire? Well, we have, almost daily. As you know, it's not an overnight decision. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about places to consider living in after you retire. We started this show for selfish reasons. We planned on visiting cities earlier this year, spending some quality time, not as tourists, but pretending to actually live there to get a real sense and taste of the place. We made one trip in February, which was great. And we were planning for the next trip.
1: Then COVID hit.
0: Yeah. A little background about us. I was born in Brazil, South America from an Asian family and grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I'm a college attorney who loves her job working with students, faculty, and staff.
1: I was born and raised in Long Island, New York. And I'm a law librarian working in a court who also loves his job. We've lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, New York for many years and have been thinking about our future home.
0: So we will be speaking to folks from around the country who have moved to venues of their dreams and more. And we will share their intimate secrets. What? Just kidding. But we'll offer information you may not find anywhere else. So stay tuned. Guess what city we're treating you to today? Somewhere that offers drive through weddings, a place with plenty of machines that will accept all your coins. And wait, what happens here stays here. Yes, we will hear from our guest, Hazel Sumali, who will share her story about retiring to Las Vegas, Nevada from Oahu, Hawaii.
1: Hazel was born and raised in Hawaii. I'm very jealous. She received her bachelor's <laughs> in elementary education and master's in counseling from the University of Hawaii at Manoa. Her illustrious career in education included teaching, counseling, and principaling. No, that's not a word, but I like how it sounds. Then she went up the ranks in the State Department of Education to being a district superintendent. She dedicated her work to restructuring schools and then joined America's Choice, part of the National Center for Education and the Economy, an organization known for its school improvement model.
0: Hazel has five grandchildren, four of whom live in Oahu, and the eldest and only girl, she notes, lives in Virginia. Presently, Hazel's in Hawaii, operating what she calls Grandma School, where she homeschools the youngest, who's 11, and is joined by the other three boys who are schooled virtually. So, Hazel, thank you so much for speaking to us. Would you walk us through how you chose Las Vegas as a retirement destination? Sure. It goes back. You know, my husband and
2: I had lived in our home in uh, central Oahu for almost 40 years. And then we decided with my daughter and her husband, we decided to buy a home together. And so we sold our home in uh, central Oahu and then we teamed our money and we bought a big house in on the windward side in Kailua of Oahu. And that was wonderful because her two boys were were little and so we got to see the boys every day. Well, after a couple of years, they decided that they were not compatible, they were going to get a divorce. And so with the divorce came the decision that we had to sell the house. And so for my husband and me, it became a big decision. Did we want to buy another home in Hawaii, on Oahu? Get ourselves back into a mortgage again? Or is this the opportunity? Is this the fork in the road that we had waited for for quite a long time? I had talked about wanting to move to the mainland, somewhere in the center of the United States, where we could jump in a car and go and not circle around and come back home like we do here, you know, like we do. Yeah, you yeah. go around after two hours, you're back home. Yeah. <laughs> So we said maybe this is the time. Maybe maybe faith is telling us, okay, now's the time to get your adventure while you still can. So we looked at Las Vegas because we know that a lot of Hawaii people live there. And also also, you know, I think like a lot of people out there, people think of Las Vegas and all you think of is the strip and the neon lights and the glitter, and the shows, and the casinos, right? You don't think that there's houses there and real people who <laughs> live there. right? And so, you know, I had reconnected with a classmate of mine who had been living in Las Vegas already for like five years. And so I had visited her at her home on my way through Las Vegas to one of my business trips. And um, wow, I thought, this is a very nice house. And then when, when I inquired a little bit more, wow, you can buy a house for $200,000 here. Cash, by golly, with $200,000, you have a down payment in Hawaii. <laughs> then you still the
0: yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so I, I talked to my husband. I said, maybe if this is a time for us to consider going, maybe we should think about Las Vegas. What do you think? And I really thought he was going to say, nah, not Vegas, but he was open to it. My goodness, he was open to it. So we went up and um, we looked around. We looked at some houses and we had, of course, we had by then gotten a real realtor. The realtor took us around to a bunch of houses. And then after we left, we didn't find anything that we wanted right away. So we went back home to Hawaii, but the realtor took us on virtual tours of um <laughs> pre COVID. Pre COVID, yeah. yeah. He would he would take his camera, his little phone, and he would walk around in the house and this is the oh, wow. And here's the kitchen. And then he would send That's the video to thing. me. That's he the way to chat. Yeah. Very smart. So we settled on this house sight unseen. We decided to go with the house sight unseen.
1: You're yeah. daring.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we trusted our realtor that much mm. so we we said okay we're gonna go with that one so when i when i i finally got to see the house when we did the um the closing inspection that was my first time seeing the house my husband hadn't seen it until we until we actually moved <laughs> <laughs> But I think, you know, in, our, in the process of thinking through the whole thing, one of the biggies was, number one, we can buy a home cash. For us, not having a mortgage was a big deal. Number two was the cost of living is so good. You know, grocery shopping in Las Vegas. I mean, with $20, you can come out with two big bags of food. Wow. $20 in Hawaii, and you come out with a small little bag. <laughs> <laughs> and the vegetables are limp <laughs> yeah so um and then the the icing on the cake is no state tax so we didn't we don't even have to file a, a tax return for the state of nevada all we file is the irs and so you know there were a lot of um a lot of things that were in favor of Vegas. The other thing is that it's pretty centrally located. And for me, at least, one of the big things was I really wanted to be able to jump in that car and go. And so <laughs> so we made the big move. You, you're right. We're very, very brave. Uh, we didn't really do as much research as um, we could have. But we had to make a decision pretty fast, because once we found out that the divorce was going to happen, it was a few months away already. Okay, so we decided, okay, so we'll do it. So we bought the house, we closed on the house, and then we we moved up, stayed in a hotel for about two weeks, while we had people come in to paint and clean and fix whatever needed to be fixed. and. Then we had the movers bring our pod full of stuff from Hawaii. And that's when we started living in the house. So it took us about 12 days.
1: And where in Las Vegas is it?
2: It's in North Las Vegas. You know, one of the things that we had to get accustomed to from Hawaii is that you need to know north, south, east and west. In Hawaii, we go by where's the mountain range and where's the water. (laughs) So that's the directions.
0: And they're both great. (laughs) <laughs>
2: They're both great. Yeah. yeah so we live yeah. in North Las Vegas, which is from the Strip. It takes us about 40 minutes to drive from home to the Strip. From home to the airport, it's about 40 minutes also. From our home to the hospitals, there's hospitals, two hospitals close by, like within 15 minutes. Oh, nice.
1: How are the hospital? How's the healthcare? care?
2: The, you know, when you talk to long-time residents who have lived in Las Vegas for a long time, to them, the health care is not so good. For us, coming from small little Oahu, Hawaii, the options were tremendous. You know, there were there's a lot of doctors that we could choose from. So I, I, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer while there. And so I had to undergo the whole shebang. Well, I didn't have to do chemotherapy, but I did radiation. So I needed an oncologist. And um, Comprehensive Cancer Center of Nevada was excellent. The doctors were just wonderful, very compassionate. And they have centers all over the place, all over the city. So I started off at the center that was way down south, which was about 45 minutes drive from home. But once I knew I had to do radiation on a daily basis, I asked, can I go closer? And then I ended up at the West Center, which was 15 minutes away. Oh, nice. wow. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's very accessible.
1: So and, in that way, you were lucky to be in Las Vegas.
2: Yes, I, I thought I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And are your um, your primary care physicians, um, were they then, after the oncologist's, visit and you had regular um doctors as well, were they close by or available and so on? Yeah,
2: the the one that we had, she ended up moving out to New Zealand. But she's a MD. <laughs> she's an M D who also practices a lot of natural medicine. Nice. So she was she was just wonderful. If I could go to her in New Zealand, I would go to her in New Zealand. <laughs>
0: I know, when you find a good one, you just want to follow them. I know. Yeah,
2: yeah. So there are good ones. And and um, the one my husband currently sees now, she he is about 15 minutes away from home also. You know, from where we live, it's like 15 or 20 minutes will get you to almost everything. And there's a freeway that circles around Las Vegas. It's like the Belt Freeway in uh, Washington, D.C., the Beltway. So there's a freeway that circles around. So our house is like 10 minutes away from that freeway. From that circular freeway, you can get to anywhere. Nice. So it's very – the navigation is really easy.
1: So did you live in a big development? There was a lot of houses?
2: It's, it is a uh, gated community. When we first moved in, it was like surrounded. That community was like surrounded by land, open land, undeveloped land, and we were told that there was it was going to be developed. It was going to be made into houses and um, shopping malls, etc. It took them about four years, and then they finally started developing. And now it's, it's developed, houses are up, people are in, it's just amazing. One of the things that, we, that was amazing for us about living in Las Vegas versus living in Honolulu is when they set, when they do a road project, some kind of a road, road maintenance or road repair project, there is a beginning and there is an end. Here in Hawaii, there is no end. It just keeps on going and going and going. I
0: can relate to that. I can relate to that.
1: (laughs) And and so in in Las Vegas, there's plenty of shopping and.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: And malls and things like that, right?
2: Oh yeah. You know, there are malls everywhere. Everywhere the Costco was ten minutes down the road from me. Walmart was across the street from Costco. The um, it, it I mean, there's a shopping center like on every block. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> what what about food? I mean, um, it's got to be so different from you know Asian food, right?
2: The food is very American. I I would say you know generally there's a lot of sandwich places and um a lot of the the uh, little fast food places, but there's also a lot of restaurants. Now, for me and my husband, we're not fancy eaters. And we do like the local type food, you know, Hawaii-style food. So although I cook a little bit, (laughs) I don't cook too much. (laughs) But uh, surprisingly, well, maybe not surprisingly, because there's a big group of Hawaii people who live here. So there are restaurants that cater to the Hawaii people and that make local style food. Wow!
0: Oh, nice! And then the markets—are you able to get you know all all of the um, you know the Asian yeah.
2: cuisine and ingredients? Almost, yeah, almost all. There's there's a uh, Ch- uh, Chinatown down towards the um, down towards the strip. So there's a Chinatown. There's a number of uh, Asian markets down there. And then there's Chinese restaurants, there's Japanese restaurants, places to go get sushi, places to go get um, Hawaiian food. They even sell poi. I don't know if you've heard of or know of poi. That's the taro thing that looks like paste. It's right, yeah. very Hawaiian. <laughs> but Walgreens will bring in poi. It's is frozen. Like, is pori like kanji? Why do I know? No, poi, poi okay. is like a... Taro, you know, I don't know if you've heard of
0: taro. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know. Taro has
2: been mashed up. It's a very traditional Hawaiian food. Got it.
0: Yes. You got to have all those things you grow up with. I mean, I crave my mother's cooking and Uh uh, I didn't watch her cook so much, unfortunately. So now I'm trying to recreate some of her dishes. And, you know, it's tough.
2: It's tough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Can you get shaved ice in Las Vegas?
2: You know that's a really good question. I don't know i I never found one yet. no Oh
0: yeah
1: it's a business opportunity for you yeah
0: we we just, <laughs> we, just we just discovered that here in in Brooklyn shaved ice cream shaved ice.
1: No, it's not shaved ice. It's shaved, it's shaved ice cream. It's a mix between ice cream and shaved ice.
0: Oh, it's delicious. It is oh, so goodness. good. I, I couldn't believe how good it was. It is so good. <laughs> they kind
2: of scrape it when they serve it. They scrape it. So they have a no? machine
1: and it goes around and the little oh, blade, up, so it shaves it, it with the machine.
2: Oh, I've, heard, I've had that too here in Hawaii, actually, and it's good.
0: Yeah, yes. we hear yes. we hear it's really good in Hawaii. That's why. Oh, yeah, it's, it's
2: shave ice. In Hawaii, it's called shave ice, and you can't beat the shave ice, no. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and, and I ask this question for Gil. Is there a Trader Joe's in Las In, in Vegas?
2: Vegas? Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Trader nice. Joe's is very important for me. I love Trader Joe's.
0: <laughs> yeah, because Trader Joe's, you know, really. I mean, I talk about it all the time, but it has like that Asian flair,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: um, a lot of it is like fusion. But if I just had that one market, I would be happy. I would have everything I need. That and a little ginger, right? And we're <laughs> set. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Because their frozen section is very good. Their frozen ready-made food, it's good Yes. Stuff. There's no right? Trader Joe's in Hawaii.
1: No Trader Joe's in Hawaii.
2: Oh. so the, so the that. hawaii people use Trader Joe's when they go to Las Vegas that's the source to buy stuff to bring home as, wow you know, as when they when they fly to Las Vegas you fly to Las Vegas and you start your gambling but you gotta schedule in a time for a Trader Joe's visit because <laughs> that's when they go <laughs> the Japanese call it omiyage omiyage ah. is bringing back gifts for your friends and you don't want to spend too much they don't want Big stuff, but oh, yeah. you buy like the bags of I don't know the caramel popcorn or whatever. The nuts, the nuts are very
0: popular. <laughs> so you mentioned you mentioned gambling. Um, did you guys go down to the strip often? Was that a form of um, you know popular entertainment, or what? What other entertainment venues are in Las Vegas?
2: Oh my, you know, um, living in Las Vegas. I think we have been to the Strip, maybe on, counting on one hand, maybe five times. We don't go to the, to the Strip unless we have to. It's like the Strip is so crowded and there's so many cars and parking is so horrible. We stay away from the Strip unless there's an event happening. And so there's, But there's a whole bunch of neighborhood casinos. So those neighborhood casinos cater to the local people. And so they have this, this um, whole uh, system of prizes and point accumulation. And so they, they let you use your points to eat. So you, you pay with your points. You know, you can eat the buffet. Well, you could eat the buffet with, <laughs> by paying with your points. And that's it. And then on certain days, it's half points. So if you go to eat at the buffet, you pay half points instead of the full price. Oh, wow. I mean, the casinos are very plentiful, and they're all out in the neighborhoods. So they really do take care of the local people. So we, we, do, we do that. You know, we do that. Even for the Hawaii people who fly in for a vacation to Vegas, they go downtown. They go to the downtown Fremont Street experience. We hardly even go there. We just stick with our neighborhood casinos. And then the other thing about the gambling is that when you live in Las Vegas, you got to understand that you can go to the casino every single day and you can stay there all day if you want. So one of the things I had to learn was watch your money. (laughs) So I learned how to enjoy gambling with um, playing my video poker machines using pennies instead of nickels or quarters. (laughs) Wow. People say pennies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There was one machine in one of the casinos that a a full bet cost me 18 cents.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's my kind of machine. Oh,
0: my God. Where is the enjoyment in that? (laughs) You win. You win. I guess it's the euphoric. You hear the ding,
1: ding,
2: ding. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, you hear the ding, ding, (laughs) ding. So
2: when you win $20, it's like, whoa, it's a big yeah, win. I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. So, so there is another world of Las Vegas other than the gambling.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The other thing about Las Vegas is it's very senior friendly. You know, for um, people, the seniors, like talking about retiring there, there's um, a very large, complex Adele Web development. Sun cities. I think he's in other states as well, but in um, Las Vegas, there's a sun city in Summerlin, which is really big. It's a city unto itself. You don't know where Sun City begins and where Summerlin begins, but they have all kinds of amenities. Of course, you know, the residents have to pay the HOA, but they have like centers with exercise machines and swimming pools and they have classes so the residents can go and take whatever kinds of classes they offer. They also have the city provides these senior centers and it's all over the city. These senior centers that are facilities in and of themselves and they have classrooms, they have dance dance rooms with mirrors, etc. Swimming pools So you pay very minimal. I don't know if I even paid ten dollars for the year, but you become a member and you can take all of these classes. So I found um, a Japanese dance class at one of the senior centers. Yeah. So I went to that senior center for my Japanese dance classes, and then uh, I also got involved with learning hula. I never, I never learned how to dance the hula in Hawaii but I learned in Vegas.
0: And what about uh, nearby? Have you been to this place called the Boneyard? I haven't. The place where they have the neon.
2: Yes. Yeah. I've seen pictures of it and videos yeah. of it. I've never gone. That I've looks kind of that. interesting.
0: Yeah. It looks amazing. I think it's on like, I don't know how many acres. Oh, but... is
1: that where they have the, all the old signs? That yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. The neon signs that have come down from the casinos. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah it's a very popular I'm sure There's a lot of
2: history, yeah it's mm-hmm. a popular destination.
1: How about destinations and you said you wanted one of the things you moved to Las Vegas was to was to drive places. Have you been to the Grand Canyon places like that?
2: <laughs> Actually, the place that we've driven to we've we have driven to Bryce Canyon and Zion National park.
1: Oh, that's beautiful,
2: yeah, in Utah, so we've gone that far going eastward. Going westward, we went as far as San Francisco. Um, We went to Los Angeles a number of times to visit family and to go to the timeshares. We went to San Diego a few times.
0: I'm sorry, you had mentioned the home that you purchased. Is it a single family, um, um, single story, I should say?
2: Yes. We wanted a single story house. See, the interesting thing for us was that we started off with a large four-bedroom house when we were living, you know, when we were raising the kids. And so then when we bought the home together with our daughter and her husband, we downsized from a huge, from a big house, 2,500 square foot house to 1,000 square foot, square foot. So we had to get rid of a lot of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So then when we moved to Las Vegas, it was like expansion again, because we paid 265,000 dollars for a four-bedroom, three bathroom, I think it's 3,800 square foot with a, wow. not, not a very large backyard, but enough. It's all everything is on the, on the floor, on the same floor, except that a house came with a bonus room upstairs. And so we didn't know quite what to do with that room. So it eventually became my sewing room. No, nice. When I want to sew, then I exercise. I go up the stairs to exercise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And um, are pools uh, popular in Las Vegas? I assume people have pools in their backyard, and that's probably a norm, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't.
1: Did Did your development have a pool?
2: No, the development doesn't have a pool. The development only has, the only amenity is a, uh, a park right in the middle of the development with a gazebo. So dog, people can take their dogs there to walk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And let me ask you, um, so the move, was it difficult um, psychologically and physically? How would you describe the move to Las Vegas?
2: I think it was difficult. yeah. Psychologically, emotionally, it was hard because we were, we were leaving our four grandboys behind. The youngest was just three years old, and he's the one who was living in the same house with us. And so, the, for those two boys, I think they didn't really understand until we were gone. And then I had my other two grandboys, too. And I, I think, you know, for us, leaving the grandkids behind was the hardest part. But then there was also the mixture with the excitement of going and trying and getting involved with new stuff. Um, the packing, the packing was all right, because we had already downsized so much. Right. So we just decided to take one pod. So we, we packed up one pod by ourselves and had the movers come and take it to Vegas for us. And when we got there, we purchased a lot of the uh, furnishings and stuff that we needed.
0: Yeah, this takes me back to what you and I talked about when we first met—that uh, we're doing talk story. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. That <laughs> we're sharing. Yeah, all the things that um, make all this so interesting. It's not just simply moving, but that uh-huh. um, there's so much involved. Uh, you know, you reach a stage in your life where you don't have to um, do the nine to five. But we, we find we find that most of the people we talk to, they're busier than ever. Yeah. And, um, like you're very busy now. I mean, are, are you still working? There was something that you had mentioned, you're still doing some consulting work or no? Oh,
2: no, I stopped doing the consulting work when we moved. So I think maybe the week before we were scheduled to leave, I, my partner and I still had uh, a training to do. But then once I left, he stopped, I stopped, We. We haven't done anything like a like a true teacher I kept my materials
0: <laughs> brought it all up
2: with me to Vegas. Definitely. I kept my materials. <laughs> did you really you, you brought it. everything to Vegas? Yeah. And then I I I, I had to store it, right? I had to find a place to store it. So I I I finally got rid of it. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> And how would you compare the weather in Las Vegas to the weather in oh, Hawaii?
2: Oh, my gosh. Hawaii is it's still muggy and hot. The humidity in Hawaii is really, really, really high. And it's almost like, it's like this for, I would say, nine months of the year. It's and very muggy. In Las Vegas, we actually have seasons, you know, People, people think of Las Vegas as the glitz and the glamour of the Strip and the heat. That's what they think of when they think of Vegas. So they think it's hot all the time. It's not. It's like you have the heat, but then wintertime, right now, they're already into winter, and it's like 40 degrees. We wow. had snow last uh, last winter. There was a lot of snow all over the city. So, so there are seasons. You know, um, there's spring. So spring and fall are really nice. Winter is very cold, and summer is really hot. But what we learned, the houses are all uh, fully equipped with air conditioning and heat. So you learn when you got to turn on the heater and when you got to turn on the AC.
1: It's a dry heat, is that right? It's it's dry, not humid?
2: It's dry. So for me, it was a little bit more bearable because I perspire a lot. It's just my body just perspires a lot. And so here in Hawaii and I, like, I I I gotta shower all day long.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, I can relate to that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, you can.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: How's the traffic? Is there traffic very often?
2: Uh not very much at all. I mean, not like Hawaii. Hawaii has has horrible traffic. So for us, the co- the comparison with the traffic in Vegas, the Vegas the roads are wider, and um, the speed limits are higher. To me, I like driving in Vegas. When when there's traffic, it's not bad at all. <laughs> okay,
0: well, I got to tell you, Las Vegas sounds like a hit, and it's also um, from what I read, a very popular place for retirees. So, tell us, have you been? had any surprises, any regrets for choosing Las Vegas?
2: The one, I guess, what what evolved was the grandkids. You know, it's the grandkids. I miss the grandkids. I thought that we're going to come back home to Hawaii like four times a year, five times a year, and initially we did. But coming home for a week or two weeks, it just doesn't cut it. Not being able to go and watch them play soccer, not being able to take them to their practices or go and see them when they have their program at school, when the band is having a concert. You know, not being able to do a lot of those things that you can do when you're living in the same place or living in the same town. So guess what? I'm back in Hawaii. <laughs>
0: <gasps> no, that's the surprise. surprise. That's the surprise. Yeah,
2: I've been back here for maybe about a year and a half now. Yeah. I, the grandkids, I, I mean, family just did it for me. Sure. <laughs> uh, the boys were getting older, and I didn't want to miss out on any more of their growing up years. So I said, this is the time to come back.
0: Yeah. So you miss Vegas? I do. I
2: do. Mm-hmm. I miss a life that I had there. But then I've picked up Japanese dance again here when nice. when after the pandemic, whenever we can get back.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you'd like to share with us or for people who are embarking on this journey? Um, I, I would I
2: wanted to share one thing, one more thing. You know, one of their questions was have you made friends? I think, you know, for people who are if you're going to move to Vegas, like when we moved up there, we knew one couple, my friend, my classmate and her husband are actually, both of them are classmates. So we knew them. So from, from them, we got to know the people in her circle of friends. But then when we started to go to 24 hour fitness, 24 hour fitness has the silver sneakers class. It's for seniors. You mm-hmm. go to those classes, the same people go. Every session, the same people go. So they become friends. And then from there, you branch out and you become, you know, so we ended up having a lot of friends. We ended up bowling. Their bowling is really cheap in Vegas. Huh. It's oh, wow. crazy. You get a dollar a game.
1: Oh, no. It's <laughs> really expensive in New York now.
2: A dollar. Yeah. A dollar a what? game. Or maybe now it's gone up dollar to dollar quarter, <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and the silver sneakers, uh, the gym—that's inexpensive too, right?
2: Yeah, you just join twenty-four hour fitness or whatever gym it is. You just join the gym, and if it has, if it offers silver sneakers, I would suggest that they go to the class because you find the same people go to the class every mm-hmm. time, and so we become very friendly. And then, like I know some some of them, they go out for coffee afterwards together. But I made a friend who introduced me and my husband to the bowling alley and we found a whole bunch of Hawaii people and non-Hawaii people, snowbirds, people who live on the East Coast, you know, in the northern Minnesota, wherever, and they come to Vegas for the winter and they join the the bowling league and then they go home when it's springtime and then they come back again. We made a lot of friends. Yeah, Yeah.
0: but you got to reach out though. Yeah, that's a great tip.
1: very friendly, so I'm not surprised about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? I think bowling's a little more um, healthy than sitting at the table, if you know what I mean.
2: Yes, yes. Yes. Of course, the bowling alley is in the casino.
1: (laughs) Is it really? Oh, that's funny.
2: funny, One
1: thing that's probably not in Vegas anymore, they probably aren't, they don't have any buffets, right? Are the buffets still there? Or with COVID, probably the buffets are all closed, right?
2: Buffets are all closed, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it looks like you're, you're not going there, Gil.
2: I'm not but just you know, going to buffets anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you but know? The, the casinos also have regular restaurants. You know, they have their own regular restaurants, sit-down right, restaurants. Right. So you can go into the restaurant and use your points to eat in there.
0: Mm. Uh, I do okay. like uh, seafood buffets, I'll admit to that. But, uh,
2: oh, not the yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know, like our son, he likes all buffets. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's to love me. It.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fun. You know, how can you not love a buffet? You get to try things, right? And you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about buying a whole dish. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Great. Well, Hazel, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate oh, no. you. Thank you yeah. for yeah. having me. No, I, it's, it's I, I been like... a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, nice. and, I, and I also want to extend, you know, gratitude for all the work that you did with all your educational, the special needs and the programs that you helped develop. And it's it's always so nice to know there are so many good, caring people out there that, you know, care about our kids. So thank you.
2: Yes, thank you. Thank you. you. So- thank, you. All right. thank you very much. Right. This was we'll great. We'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Take care.
1: We
0: hope you enjoyed
1: our show and will join us again.
0: And if you know someone who relocated after retirement or before or during and wishes to share their story, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our information will be in the show notes below. They include our email address, gg at retirethere.com. The two G's are for gene. Jean. Our website is retirethere.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Remember the underscore or you'll get us mixed up with someone else.